One. Hey, Kyra Sushi, happy Friday, and I'm excited today because I am joined by David Mead, who just had a, uh, I believe it was just the last couple of weeks, uh, released his book, co-authored with uh, Simon Sinek, and uh, it's Start With Why, and or Find Your Why, I'm sorry, Practical Guide for Discovery. David, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got involved with, uh, with Simon and, and what your background is. Uh, sure. So thanks for having me on. It's good to be here. My uh, my background is in corporate training. That's kind of where I was before I met Simon. And uh, the way that that whole relationship came about was uh, uh, I had been hired as the director of training for this little startup company in Salt Lake City, where I'm based, um, in 2009. And about a week after I started, we had a little you know, company offsite evening event thing. Uh, where there was a, a guest speaker that was supposed to come, some guy I'd never heard of called Simon Sinek. Um, and this was back before the TED Talks or the books or anything. Nobody knew who this guy was. Uh, yeah. and so that's how I initially came to, to meet Simon. And, you know, he came and spoke to us, a little company of about 20 people, um, spoke to us for about an hour about the Golden Circle and stuff like that. And uh, it just really resonated with the, with the information. It was something that... Um, like a lot of people, I think it was something that I innately already sort of knew, mm -hmm. but it's something that's easy to forget, something that we need sort of a reminder, a refresher of every once in a while. And so that's what it was for me. Uh, and so I basically stole his idea and I wrote it down into the training curriculum that I was writing for this little company for my job. Um, and I, I gave him a copy of the little manual that I had written. Wasn't even that good. Didn't expect him to read it. Uh, and a couple of months later, he called me back and he said, he thought it was pretty cool that I could hear him speak for an hour and turn it into something. And so yeah. um, that's kind of where the relationship started. And then he asked me to come and help with a couple of side projects. And so that's, that's kind of where, uh, where things started. And so uh, reading your biography, it says you, you were kind of, you became frustrated and discouraged by personal experience with poor leadership in the workplace. What, what does that mean to you? It really centered around the idea that most of the places that I had worked the focus was so heavily uh, weighted around metrics and numbers and results and sales and stuff like that, which I know is important. Yeah. Like I know we need those things. Uh, and yet there was, there was so little humanity. There was so little of the, the harnessing of the power of the human spirit that people bring to work that they're passionate about. Uh, and especially in the, in this organization where I was when I first met Simon, there were a lot of, I mean, it was a startup. People were excited. There was this new thing we were out trying to do. You had so many people that had so much passion and love for the work that they were doing, and yet it just turned into, like, how can we sell more stuff? And it's like, yeah. what a waste of, you know, of all of that energy and all that passion that's coming to work every day just to sell more stuff. And so it was just – it was demotivating. It was uninspiring. Uh, and I, you know, I, that, that's where I really felt it the most. But in every career that I'd had before that, it was just that – push that hard push and focus on the number and the metric that was like ugh, like there has to be more than this yeah that 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 comes down you know i i come from a startup background and and that kind of mundacity that can start to happen when you start like you know the term scale i remember when we started that term started coming around all the time and i'm like how, how can we how can we scale this how can we scale you how can we and, and it became almost yeah. robotic and um, you know, that can be so discouraging in chiropractic. It can be interesting, David, because, um, we get kind of caught up in the whole, I got to get new patients. I got to get my per visit average up. I have to, uh, you know, I have to take care of my student loan debt. 
Um, what are some practical things? And we're going to dive into the book because, uh, guys, if you guys are joining us live or listening on audio later, uh, we're David B., co-author of Find Your Why, which is actually a follow-up to the Start With Why, and it's actually a more of a how-to and practical guide. I mean, it's really, it's really interactive. And uh, what, what are some practical tips so someone can, who's in a leadership position, a chiropractor who might have a team, to keep his team inspired through the everyday mundane? The, the very first thing is you have to know and be able to clearly articulate why you do what you do. And, and where most organizations sort of uh, naturally gravitate to is they want to they wanna talk about what they do and how they do it. Again, extremely important, but that's not what inspires people. People are not inspired by what you do. People are inspired by why you do it. And so when you have this bigger cause or purpose, when you have a human reason, that inspires people to come to work because what inspires human beings is not to, to make a company more money or to hit some sort of number or metric or goal. What inspires human beings is the ability to be of service to other human beings. That's how, that's when we feel at our best is when we can do something great for someone else. And so if you can, um, first of all, clearly articulate what that why is, and that's the whole point of this book is to help you discover and articulate why you do what you do beyond your product and service. Uh, that's that's thing number one. The second thing is once you know what that is, the most uh, it's a, sounds maybe a little too simplistic, but talk about it, communicate it. Every meeting yeah. that you have, start with. Let's remind ourselves. Let's tell a story about why we're here and the difference that we made in the lives of people. And what the, what you'll find is, and what we find with the organizations that that we work with, or the organizations that are doing this independent of us, is that. When they start with why, when they start with this higher cause or purpose, when they tell these stories, when they come come at it from a place of service and making a difference in the lives of the people that they that they serve, both internally and externally, the natural result is that you make more money, that you get more clients, that you raise your average, that you you know get all of the, the you get more of the results that you need in order to pay right. off your debts or or grow your business or whatever it is that you want. The difference is is we have the opportunity to look at those things as the result, not as the goal. And I think that's the key, is when we when we go into business and we think about, oh, I need to make this money, I need to pay off my student uh, debt, I need to you know, grow my, grow my business or expand my market share, whatever it is, those things are all wonderful things, and yet those should not be our focus. The focus should be what is the service that we're providing, what is the difference that we're making in the lives of people. And when people can feel that authentic drive that we have, to serve and to, to make a positive difference in people's lives, they will be naturally drawn to us because that is something that, that brings us together as human beings. We'd like to be around other people who, who, who want to take care of us and who we can have a relationship and have trust right. and loyalty with. And as a natural result, we'll get more money. We'll get more of the stuff that we're looking for. Wonderful. How do you see the uh, the book uh, that you're a part of creating, the Find Your Why? How do you see it being implemented into uh, a business owner's uh, daily or weekly or monthly uh, life and activities? What what what, if, what was your goal, or what do you, if you had a, a perfect world, how you see this book being utilized? What would that look like to you? Uh, well, it's interesting because the book is—it's uh, got really two distinct parts. There's uh, there's a section for individuals, which is geared more toward the entrepreneur or the solopreneur or sort of that the, the person in that leadership position who wants to discover and articulate their own why. Right. And there's also another section for small teams, 
you know, small businesses, organizations that want to find the why of that entire organization. And so um, it's really sort of the the first step. It's the it's the dive in point of this is how I articulate, talk about my why. But what that allows uh, an individual to do uh, and to your question of how can a leader uh, within an organization implement this mm -hmm. on a daily basis is it not only helps you discover your why, but it also helps you to articulate your hows. And our hows are the guiding principles, the values, the daily actions that we take that really make sure that we're operating at our best. So if the idea is to be our optimum self, right? Mm -hmm. And our, if our why is the representation of who we are when we're at our natural best, the hows are the daily actions that we can take, that we can kind of check off the list and say, this is how I showed up today, or in mm -hmm. a particular situation or a conversation or a presentation, whatever it is that we're doing. We can use those hows as filters to say, you know, this, I showed up in this way, I was able to act in this way. And when we can act in alignment with our hows, we naturally bring our why to life. And so I think for a day-to-day -day thing, the hows are really probably um, more poignant because those kind of direct the, the, the core values, the behaviors, the actions that we can that we can do on a daily basis, that when we do those things, that makes us that makes us who we are at our natural best and we naturally live our why, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes thank you for that answer. Um, you know, <laughs> chiropractors are, are naturally, uh, you know, the beginning of chiropractic, uh, the, the developer of chiropractic was one of the first ever to create the personal development seminar and actually um, uh, they featured some of the early adopters of, of uh, personal development, some of the, the key leaders or the, the original Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, was one of the, his first ever speaking engagement was at a chiropractic seminar. So chiropractors are known to, to level up. They want to level up all the time. And I had a question curious and because I know that uh, chiropractors will spend thousands going to Tony Robbins. And I've seen them gravitate. The reason why I reached out to you guys was because I'm seeing a gravitation toward the millennial chiropractor gravitating towards, uh, you know, the work that you guys are doing over there. Can mm -hmm. you tell them more, tell our audience more about what you guys offer? Because I, I, I've seen some cool things coming out. Uh, if they wanted to get deeper with uh, the igniters, uh, such as yourself or uh, the actual organization, uh, what, what, what do you guys offer and, and, and how could they do that? Sure. So, you know, it's interesting too, because you said that the it seems like the millennials are, are sort of drawn more toward our work, whereas uh, in the in, in the past, or, or maybe some of the more established, uh, you know, baby boomers, et cetera, are kind of going the Tony Robbins route. And it just sparked something in my mind, which is, uh, and I'll get to the specifics here in just a second, yeah. but the difference, I think, between sort of that, the self-development um, that is out there with the, the, the Tony Robbins um, right. environment and what we have, I think they're complementary, but I think the big difference is, what we promote is not necessarily self uh, improvement. Right. There is a piece of that, but it's not self improvement for the sake of yourself. Right. It's a, it's not about the self help. It's about help others. And so obviously we have to take care of ourselves first. We have to be whole and complete ourselves before we can do that for somebody else. But I think the what we offer that's so attractive to the millennial generation who is uh, the, the, these folks are so interested in a cause, a purpose of making, having meaningful work of making a difference in the lives of people. And that's really what we promote is yes, help yourself to the point that you can better serve others. 
And so we're really promoting the help others industry rather than the self-help industry, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. So um, very, very broadly, I think that's what's what's uh, drawing some of this generation or or the millennials to to our work. Um, as far as specifically what we what we offer, um, you know, we do a lot of a lot of talks, uh, a lot of workshops, um, and and really the the genesis of this book was we wanted to be able to to allow people who uh, are not able to come to our workshops or organizations that are right. not able to bring us in to be able to have the exact same process. So basically what we've done is we've taken our process, the workshop that we take people through, both for an individual-wide discovery and a tribe-wide discovery, as we call it, and we mm -hmm. put it in a book and we gave it away because we want as many people as possible to be able to go through this process. So those are the main things that we do. There are some other things that we're working on that are not uh, they're not yet ready to go, but we're, we're working on you know, sort of a community people where people can join and come in where we've got webinars, where we've got that kind of more interactive stuff where people who want to interact with us, ask questions, have Q&A, those kind of things. Uh, those those types of things are, are being worked on. We're working on those. those. Those should be out hopefully within the next year or so. Don't quote yeah. me on that. It, and, and I, <laughs> no worries on that, man. <laughs> uh, I think the cool thing, man, about what you guys are doing too is I'll tell you the people that, that, that follow and kind of implement uh, the work that you guys are doing, what I'll tell you is, and what I've seen in chiropractic is their branding's smoother and tighter. Their message is smoother and tighter. It's, mm -hmm. um, it's communicated more, uh, articulately. It's, um, uh, it's just more dynamic. So I'm really, I, I wanted to bring you guys more into some of our, our audience that might not know. Um, before I, I let you go, I know you got a, you got a, a busy day ahead of you and I'm grateful for you coming on again. Uh, before I let you go, I want to ask you two last questions. Um, sure. Why? Why buy this book and why get involved? <laughs> you know, so I know that's a Cordiax and a, and a, and a, but let's, if, if you had one pitch to give uh, for any sure. uh, chiropractor out there or any offices or students, why? Sure. Uh, this goes back to the fundamental reason that this organization exists, which is that we have a view of the world. Uh, that is very different than the world in which we live today. Mm. And that is a world in which the vast majority of people wake up inspired to go to work, feel safe while they're there, and come home at the end of the day fulfilled by the work that they do. And right now, that is unfortunately not the reality for most people. And we believe that it should be. And so the reason to to buy this book or the reason that people get interested in this work is because that feeling of fulfillment, that feeling of inspiration that we all deserve to have at work uh, is something that we feel is really, really important. And so yeah. we offer this to folks who are looking for that meaning and that that purpose and that fulfillment in the work that they do. Um, you know, nobody, you know, grows up uh, when they're a kid saying, you know, I want to be an astronaut and I, I hope I hate it. Yeah. Like we don't say that, right? Whether we know what we want it to be when we grew up or not, we we had a dream of doing something that we loved, something that we enjoyed. And then for so many people, it becomes the opposite of that. And so to have this, this thing called fulfillment and meaning in our work is so incredibly important. And we want to help people get to that place. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys are doing big things. I thank you uh, guys. I, you've been listening and uh, David Mead from start with why we'll have the links above uh, for you guys to click to, to purchase the book. You can download on Kindle or you can get the paper book uh, sent to you uh, through Amazon. Uh, final question. I always ask everyone is what do you, who are you and what are you reading right now? What's on your, your nightstand? Um, on my nightstand right now, uh, man, I've got a stack. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, I'm, I'm looking at my, my stack of books over here. Um, and everyone culture is one that I am, uh, getting ready to, to start on. Um, I've also been, I gotta be honest with you, Tristan, I'm not much of a reader. Um, I, I read one recently though, that was excellent, uh, called everybody matters, uh, by okay. Bob Chapman, as uh, a co-author, he's, um, CEO of Barry Waymiller, which is a company that we uh, have a, a good relationship with, but, oh, cool. uh, so it's a, a story of a manufacturing company that has built a culture around uh, building people into leaders, and it's incredible. Nice. Uh, so that's yeah. a great book. I would highly recommend. Cheers, dude. Well, thank you for, for coming on here and, and sharing, and uh, we'll be sharing this around to all our different channels, guys. Uh, I encourage you guys to pick up the book. I picked it up uh, the other day on Kindle, and it's been a really interesting read and enjoyable. David Mead, thank you so much for joining us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Have a good one, bud. Talk to you soon. Bye.